Welcome to Unplanned Trek's 50 Shades of Trek, where we're looking at the 50 sexiest episodes one week at a time. I am one of your hosts. I am Isaac, and I'm joined by Andrew. Yes, hello. Andrew here from Unplanned Trek from um, from Hogan Central. Uh, what are we doing today, Isaac? We are doing Up the Long Ladder, Ooh, which I think uh, might be more like Up the Wrong Ladder, but we've got... Um, we've got a similar task, not within the show, but in our show, to, to help us with the sponsor today. We've got from the Trekking Up North podcast, which it's lucky that he lives in Northern England, because if he lived where we did, the um, the podcast that he works with would actually sound a little bit more adult. But from the Trekking Up North content, con, oh, let's, let's just start that. No, <laughs> we've got the Captain Goodwill. Hello, Captain. How are you? I've got a martini. I need it for this episode. (laughs) Hello, everybody. (laughs) And from who I describe as America's Isaac. (laughs) Hi, I'm doing great. Happy to be here. The reason I call you that is you seem to like all the things I like. We've got similar taste in music, similar taste in, yeah. even in Star Trek itself, and similar humour. So I like having you on the pod. It's been a little while, so welcome back. Thank you so much. Um, I was thinking about this today because I, I can't. I did plan that intro. Sorry, guys. Um, but do you like Kurt Vonnegut? Because he's my favourite author. I just assumed he's yours as well. Uh, he's not my favourite, but I do. I do like Kurt Vonnegut. I do need to read more extensively. In his in his library, who is your favorite author? Um, that's always tricky because I, I go around a lot. My default ends up being Tolkien because I, I I tend to read the Lord of the Rings and various other things every couple of years, just as a thing to do. Um, yeah. but uh, no, probably there's other names that would come up at any given time. Any given time, but that's a that's a good default. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get a room, you two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is literally a room. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're about a minute away from um, pressing play. Just to let um, people know that haven't gone on this format before, we're going to do our, our medals at the end. But what we're on the lookout for is the best three characters, the worst three characters, any romance, any pets, any fighting, and anyone that dies. And as a bonus, we're looking for any food that might be in the episode. So that, that would be a lot of fun. So keep an eye out for that. If you're listening to this podcast or indeed watching it on YouTube, you can also press play at the same time as us to see exactly what we're talking about. So, yeah, we'll give a, a little countdown and start it shortly. Are we all queued up and ready to go, gentlemen? If, yeah. um, yep. For once I am, yeah. Mine just turned off because I had it on standby for too long. Um, well done. It's a season two episode, so we might even see Andrew Hogan's favourite character in this one. Do you reckon? Uh, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if there's anything medical that. All right, just queuing it now, guys. There won't be a moment. It's time for Unplanned Tricks, 50 Shades of Trick. If you want to watch along, that's fine. Just press play when I finish singing this line. Up the long ladder. 
right. I've been thinking about this episode. Does anyone have any idea why it's called Up the Long Ladder? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Enlighten us. Okay. Um, now, look, I had to look this up, okay, because I thought it was a bit weird myself. Um, the episode was originally um, going to have oh, – originally had a really dumb name. It was called Sending the Clones, <laughs> which is um, utterly awful, which is really funny because it was written by Melinda Snodgrass, who, who, who wrote a lot of really good Star Trek. Um, Up the Long Ladder is apparently just from a, um, an, an, an Irish anti-Protestant rhyme. Mm. So, so they decided that, hang on, this isn't, this isn't hella stereotypical enough, so we better just name it after um, the rhyme goes... Up the long ladder, down the short rope, to hell with King Billy, three cheers for the Pope. Yeah. Wow. Let's not forget that The Next Generation was also the series that predicted the Irish reunification of 2024. Yes, which is coming, coming up, presumably, right? I think maybe that was trying to make up for this episode and its title. Yeah. I, I, I mean, ha having said that, anybody who writes a poem that's, called three cheers, that's got three cheers for the Pope in it, pretty good. Well, thanks for looking that up because I was always kind of curious about that. I was I thought it might be re relate to like genetics or something like that. I, it's much less lofty oh, than I, than I thought it was. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking like you're climbing up the you know the clone ladder or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now what? Now um. Okay, so we're we've got a bit of exposition going on. Oh, fish tank, fish tank. Yeah, that's why I went. Ooh. Patrick Stewart hated that fish tank, right? Didn't they? Didn't they get rid of it eventually? Yeah, I think he didn't like the idea of a, a fish being, uh, you know, captured in a tank. Domesticated. Well, we do know that Captain Jellico got rid of it. I don't know if Card brought it back. I think that was an excuse. They 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 they, they, they put everything bad on Captain Jellico, so they got to the four <laughs> four rotation shift and and got rid of the fish and the fish. Get rid of Lexington. <laughs> but don't forget though that like at no point. Does Captain Picard ever express interest in having fish in yeah. his entire character yeah. arc? Yeah. So I don't think he ever eats fish. That doesn't necessarily help. Um, do you reckon the reunification of Ireland is what starts the bell rise? I know they're in different parts of the world, but <laughs> one flows onto the other, right? Or it oh, could the just be the, well the, the global <laughs> milieu at the time re yeah. resulted, yeah. you know, into all these different events. The post-COVID clinical haze. Yeah. Yeah. It's not real. We should follow um, Star Trek's history. Yay. Don't follow it between the year 2000 and 2063, though. Okay. As long as we all go to Bozeman, Montana in 2060. Oh, hell yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. I mean, I I probably won't be around, but, you know, you guys knock yourself out. I'm excited. Pulaski's just been called to the bridge. I know. Yep. Oh, don't you <laughs> think I'm like a smiling face? Mate, I, I already watched this last night. <laughs> you were going to watch it last night, regardless. Correct. Yeah. Uh, the season so two intro. Yeah. yeah. It was great. I had, I had, uh, I had Australia West Indies on one screen, and I had this episode on the other. Well recommended. Now, um, Jack from Let's Talk About Treks, he ducks when the Enterprise goes over our heads yeah. at Walt. <laughs> do you guys do anything similar with any of the introductions? No. When I was a kid, when it used to fly past, I would actually make the noise. So I'd be like, whoa. Yeah. I like doing that too. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, so um, when, um, like when this... 
when this was on television, I was a grown-up person, so no, I didn't do those things. That doesn't. I I recreated. Uh, this is this is just unlocks a memory, but I recreated the intro with a Playmates Enterprise Day, and I ended up giving mm. myself nearly giving myself a concussion because I hit my head as it zoomed past. So I did. <laughs> I, I didn't. Because obviously I wear glasses, I've got no depth perception. I was like, yeah, I'll do this. And I just went straight into my head and nearly knocked myself out with an Enterprise. It's awesome. That's what I'm hearing. Can you imagine getting a scar from that, though? People go, what's that scar from? It's from the Enterprise D. It's got a sharp edge. Yeah, it does. Good way of meeting people, too, because you'll get someone that goes, me too, you know. I've actually got an Enterprise um, A that's a pizza cutter, so it, it literally has a sharp yes! edge. Mm. <laughs> we gave that away as a, as a prize on the charity stream. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> this is so cool. Uh, oh, hello, hello. There's the good Dr. Pulaski. Special, special appearance boy. Did you notice that? Special yeah, appearance. Yeah. Yeah. She, oh, I, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't she always special appearance by during season two? There was something weird yeah. about yeah, that. They yeah, yeah. You no, know, yeah. she was. Maybe... They weren't maybe they weren't entirely sure what was going down. It's really weird because this week we're reviewing by any other name from the original mm. series with Dana Mulder in as well. Yeah. Mm. She's great. Oh, that's that a one. fantastic episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone with her in the original series. Stop yeah. winning Wolf, no one cares. Doctor, an empty <laughs> barrel fell on me. Oh. Yeah, again, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you tried just rolling them? <laughs> yeah. life, life pro tip: don't stand under barrels. I mean, what are you, bloody Mario in Donkey Kong? Lift with don't your have knees. Un unsecured off. barrels on a ship. Can you imagine? <laughs> they, they should bring out. They should bring out a port of Donkey Kong where it's actually wharf running along the girders. Oh, that's that's a, such a good idea. I almost can't imagine it hasn't been done. Donkey but you, yeah, but you wouldn't. You, it's like rule thirty-four, except with except with wharf. Yeah, exactly. With, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like 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 Donkey Kong would go, would go. Oh yeah, I'm gonna kill this motherfucking Vulcan thing, dude. If you listen carefully, you can hear Nintendo's lawyers coming for you. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> I can't actually okay. remember this story. Don't you? Like, is this why we have to meet the Irish people? Is to get some Klingon? No, sorry, Irish stew into. Or um, some Guinness? Guinness, into, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's just an involving fasting. Yeah. So that would be a lot of our Neelix medal, for Wolf at least. Mm. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. He, it's funny when Worf is sheepish. It's just, <laughs> he, He's been he's scolding his teeth. I'm Connor Trenier, and this is unplanned trek. I'm looking at this translucent thing. I'm fine, Data. How are you? I'm Erica LaRose, and this is Unplanned Trek. His eyes look particularly green today. The chaos of the 22nd century, was that just purely because people were singing Faith of the Heart all the time? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that was their happy place that they went to. <laughs> The USS Russell Watson. Ah, I remember it. No. Well. Yes. <laughs> What's the name of the sector? I didn't catch it. Oh, oh ficus. Just... Yeah, I was going to oh, say yeah. ficus. Like, is it like the plant, yeah. the ficus plant sector? I thought he. Oh, I thought he said ficus. 
The fighters. Well, you don't want to go to the fighters sector. Well, that's very Irish. Isn't steer, it? Steer oh, clear. we're not playing to that stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come at me, bro. <laughs> it's handy having data on this to give us a bit of exposition. Like he's just working out what a spinning wheel is. To really plant the seed there that we're probably going to see a spinning wheel later in the episode. Mm. Check out the spinning wheel. I was really worried about what the fuck a spinning wheel was. Why were you worried? Presuming oh, because... you weren't you weren't assuming it was, you know, related no. to putting together yarn. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought this sounds a bit bit sort of kinky, I don't know. <laughs> so this exposition here about the neo neo transcendentalists, is he just referencing Amish people? <laughs> Probably. It may be. There is a kind of Amish After the devastation of the Third World War, we must raise bombs. Yeah. Hi, I'm Olivia from Star Trek Picard, and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. <laughs> and so yeah. soothing. Yeah. That sound, they haven't matched those soothing sounds. It's wide, but it's not bad. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, here's a stick. <laughs> If Hogan went to sick bay to visit Pulaski, he'd come with this little stuff. Where before. is she supposed to apply the stick? Is that just decoration? <laughs> All right, so it's a Klingon tea ceremony, so that definitely qualifies. And romance. It's getting close. Romance. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, well, we've got Patrick looking up some more now. We'll just Yeah. Mm. Yeah, would you, but, uh, you know, it's like in the... Oh, fiction, would you give a man a massage? Hogan, would you give yeah. me a king? <laughs> would you give a man a foot massage? <laughs> I'd, I'd give Fuck Dr. You. Pulaski one. What, what, would, what would the Wolf Pulaski power couple name be? Oh, Warlaski? Yeah, Warlaski. <laughs> Sounds like a Polish police officer. It's either Warlaski. Damn it, Warlaski! Yeah, get out of here. You're out of the You're a loose cannon, Warlaski. Well, that's better than Porf. I'm kind of partial to porf myself. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't porf myself. I'm partial to porf. Now, see, there's a bumper sticker. I'm, I'm kind of partial to porf myself. Porf. <laughs> we, we have Sorry, to take one already. But hang on, look. I just want to point out, guys. If someone brings in some tea for you to have, but it's poison, yeah. except if you inject yourself, if, except if you shoot up with some shit, that's probably. That's probably not a tea ceremony you want to do every day. I bought you some drugs. <laughs> I don't know what a normal tea ceremony looks like, to be honest with you. Ooh, man. pretty sudden. Yeah. Well, you you yeah. usually don't have to shoot up with smack first. Thank you. <laughs> usually. You and your social rules. Yeah, I, I said usually. <laughs> hey, look, Troy's there. Where? Riker, could you please stop manspreading? No. No. No, keep it up. <laughs> yeah, I watched Cause and Effect this week, and that was a huge right in Data's face, but and he does it over and over again. Yeah, I don't know what This is Jack Dorino from Let's Talk About Tracks, and this is too short to be a promo. Just imagine Jordy restoring the bridge of the Enterprise, clearing off the boot prints off the leather. <laughs> yeah, oh, and the butt prints off the console. Yeah. <laughs> And the crotch prints from the Riker maneuver on the tops of the chairs. The tops of the chairs, like yeah. Stains from 
from the crotch lining of the uniform. Yeah, he died he just sort of, the headrest. He just sort of dusts. He just sort of, he, just sort of, he, he, sort of, he, he doesn't crop dust, he cock dusts the top of the chair. You're <laughs> <laughs> getting all serious. Look at these people. Can you these imagine how many, how many accidental photon torpedoes that Riker's butt must have fired off? <laughs> <laughs> no, they've, they've got that anti like on your phone with the anti love oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. anti <laughs> anti butt dial, anti oh, photon yeah. torpedo firing, anti ass lock. Oh, the anti ass lock off was stopping there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> oh, no, I mean, kept the card. He has looked particularly angry so far this episode. Um, guys, is the Irish planet green? No, it's it's a it's not a it's, it's not a grass. verdant green, it's yeah you know a little bit. It's I don't see any. I do not see any snakes though. No, that's because uh, they got driven out. Yeah, exactly. I don't or see by, any snakes. Oh, is this after whacking day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whacking day. Whacking oh, day. Yes, day. it's when everyone porps themselves. Oh, we'll see in Australia every day is whacking day. There he is, the greatest Starfleet officer of all time. Yes. Yes, in, in, in his best color as well. Yes, yeah. he must have had some troubles with uh, this episode. Yes, you think? think so, <laughs> no, I reckon. Well, I reckon. I reckon. Colmini got paid, and he was happy. Well, Colmini, do uh, in on Deep Space Nine in season one, um, they wanted to do an episode with a leprechaun, and he just flat out refused. <laughs> so they had to change it to Rumble Stiltskin. Um, oh, in that that so much better in that episode. Yeah. But I think apparently Colmini was just like, I'm leaving if you have a sh if you have a leprechaun on this ship. Like I didn't maybe it was maybe it was because he didn't say anything here. He felt guilty. Yeah. Check out that bloke's sideburns. They kill sideburns. Uh we we I'm call that bushwhackers. Some of the low loaded animals that I'm a gonna be duck. looking at for the judge. Oh yeah. Dogs tails. So many animals to be seen. Boink. <laughs> Sorry, Andy, you said oink just as Picard walks out so stoically at the table. <laughs> Psh, oink. See, I've I've never had I've, I've never had pigs on our farm, but I've had goats and I've had sheep, and I'm thinking I I just need to go the pig to have the whole you by, know trilogy. By have you mean possessed? Oh, yeah, thank yeah, thank you. Yes, yes. Yeah. Not, not in a loving way. And yeah, again, that's not what you meant by trilogy either, right? Oh. <laughs> we, we had, we almost had to bring a, a sheep inside the house once because it got, oh, it got no. hypothermia because it was snowing. Oh no! I didn't. I put it in like a, in the hot house or something. This gentleman has a shady hat. You know, it's the kind of you see this hat on a person and you, 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 you. you to, you know, get worried a little bit. Yeah, but he's got sideburns like a machine. Yeah, At least yeah that's they didn't that's not helping. Paddy. Yes. Well, we haven't seen the first draft of the script. We already know the title was ridiculous. Even more ridiculous than the current title. You don't think this is the first draft? Do you think there was worse <laughs> draft than this? Yeah. Well, this well the writing the writer strike did come up in this season, right? That's why they have the yeah, uh, short yeah. season and the shades of gray. Oh, so yes. maybe the, maybe the writers were already protesting, saying like, "This is this is what you're going to get if you don't pay us." 
I just mm. thought that mm. they invested so much good writing into the introduction of the Borg that they had to do it, a couple of. If you moves. squint your eyes, it looks like he's wearing a cork outfit, like a. Ooh, good squint. You gotta really you can squint your eyes a little bit. Oh, look, he's got liquor in his pocket. He's got a hip flask. Got a flask. Wild. He's already trying to marry off his daughter as well. Yeah. Did you notice a few minutes ago that a, a, a child girl came yeah, into the Yeah, ro- it was a road warrior girl. A little road warrior girl. Oh, yeah. A little feral road warrior girl with oh, the duck. Oh, she was from SETI Alpha 5. She scuttled <laughs> out and she was all like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> she grabbed oh. the duck. This is SETI Alpha 5. <laughs> this is SETI Alpha 5. Oh, this is SETI Alpha 5, you little fucker. <laughs> Sure, you don't mind if this is City Alpha 5? Not any beer! It could be City Alpha, any fucking number. Don't interrupt, guys. But imagine you're Captain Picard, you come off the turbo lift, you see a girl in civilian clothes picking up a rooster from your corridor. Can you imagine how fucking it would be? Was it? I think it was a duck. You Maybe it was a rooster, but I, th- I think it was a duck. Not that I mean, this is a this is a this is a little. Could we consider it the Kirko Award? <laughs> That's the most important thing. Is the duck the worst character? Uh, no, the duck. The duck's right. pretty it's good. Right. Hey, I'm doing the Picard, and I think the duck's getting votes. <laughs> oh, there's lots of barrels there. Oh, he's just walked up. The the dude's just walked past with the duck in his uh, under his arm like that. Oh, let's have a look. Euphemism. Do you think that barrel is a barrel of ale? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're bringing any other supplies. He's, well, he's, yeah, he's carrying a little barrel. Yeah, Come although on, they must it, have got this raw from somewhere. It Guinness is just galactic by this point. Is that a cow? Yeah. Sorry, Captain Farmer. I just don't know what a cow. Is now called. this, she, she was on another. Uh, Star Trek episode, and it's been bugging me for weeks. You're right. You know it, Hogan. Um, no, I just, I remember. Um, oh, gosh. Brenna. Was it Deep Space Nine? Brenna's her name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Brenna O'Dell. Yeah, yeah, Brenna O'Dell. I'm just looking her up. Brenna O'Dell. She was in... Oh, her... Wikipedia doesn't say that she was. We must consult Memory Alpha. Don't mm. <laughs> too much work. Uh, have you never seen a woman before? In the- oh, it's okay. Yeah. She was in four episodes of Rumpole of the Bailey. Now, I, I agree, Isaac. The, the line that Riker has is one of the greatest pickup lines in Star Trek. <laughs> have you never seen a woman before? I thought I had. Oh, what, I also, what I also love about it is everyone that knows Riker there doesn't believe. They're like, yeah, yeah. we've heard that before. We're not surprised he's using that line just, again. Just watch your headrests. Well, Riker's also from Alaska, right? And I think the ratio of men to women in Alaska is something like uh, 12 to 1. And 12 So he, he may not have ever seen a woman growing up. Especially, oh. especially the ratio of men to Irish women. Mm. Is there a scientific reason for that, Patrick? Why? It's a male-dominated state. Uh, I think there are a lot of oil and logging jobs, and for many oh. years uh, they were uh, inhospitable to women. I think that's changed, or has been changing. Mm. So, uh, Brenda Rodell, played by Rosalind Landor, 
is actually only in this mm. episode. The the reason why she's familiar is because in Shades of Grey, she's in the flashback. Ah, yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Which is like that's British, though. I'm in, in the running order of TNG. That's that's really mm. close to this episode. So is she so she's she's not Irish. She's British. Okay, so she's he's very male gazy. This is mm. this is really weird because I was watching. I've been binging the West Wing, and and, and um, Jason Isaacs pops up in season six of the mm. West oh. Wing as He's an great. Irish as an Irish photojournalist. Oh. how's his Irish accent? It's actually pretty good, although he drops back into his Liverpool accent occasionally because you know the mm. West Wing's very fast talking. Blah 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 sure. blah. But um, yeah, it's it's actually not bad. Check it out, ankles. Oh, I'm mm. checking out ankles. All right. Oh my. <laughs> So on the in the Twitter sphere, we've had Jesse <laughs> Admiral Funnus Frontier Antipodal all say um, hello. They're what they're either watching the episode or encouraging us to watch this one this week. Jesse has yeah. added, "Don't need to watch the foot washing scene again." <laughs> I disagree. Uh, they're going off for some river dancing. I liked how Riker stayed behind to help, and everyone, you know, everyone Look at walked this. off. Look at those great little like medieval shields he has on his uh, on oh, his yeah. uniform yeah, or on his outfit. Yeah. He, he's like her? like Captain Island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Captain Goodwill from Trekking Up North. I hope you're enjoying the unplanned silence. Okay. I was just imagining what they would have done in Star Trek if this was like Australian instead of Irish. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I was talking about that actually off um off air, mate. If if well, I'd, spoiler alert. Hang on, is she wearing any clothes? Um, She's about to be wearing less, apparently. Apparently, um, like like the Australians would have been like, "What? You want us to go over to another planet and and shag everybody so they can survive?" Yep, we're there. Body <laughs> <laughs> on the ship. Come on! Don't tell us why. Don't bother. Just, just give us the information. There would have been a fleet of ships to do the evacuation rather than just one. I just saw Riker's horn. Yeah, we'll see. You, must, you must be a little ahead of us, mate. You're still wearing clothes in my version. <laughs> that's some. Um, yeah, that's but very... they they had like a yarn shortage or something. The, the yes. spinning wheel broke, so they were unable to produce enough. Yeah, okay, there we go. All right. Hang on. That is a heavily knitted undergarment. Riker's yeah. just gone. Hang on. Are you wearing a dress under your dress? 1980s sci fi. That's overly unnecessary amount of dresses. It's a cold ship, Commander. <laughs> we have aircon. <laughs> oh, he's doing the Khan thing. If you, if, you know, if you want to, you know, you want to be all sexy with a woman, just take the hair clip out of her hair. Now I know I banged on about this in our Khan episode, but it doesn't count. It doesn't do anything. What, just taking the hair, just get, taking the hair clip out. Yeah, it's a wank. Thanks yeah, I think it, it's it's probably just a media. Uh, it's me, it's a it's meant to evoke the idea of like unhooking a, a undergarment strap or something like that. I bet. Oh no, it's because that that's really hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's, it's it's, that's a a in, it's a trope. It's a trope in Hollywood. It's a trope in Hollywood where you see the in in movies where you see the uptight woman who's got her hair done up in a bun with the glasses yeah. on, and then later yep. on you see her hair down with the glasses off, and like <gasps> she's yeah. actually hot, and it's just like mm, 
No, mm. it doesn't. Just because that changed doesn't mean she wasn't hot oh, already. She she also takes her glasses off. Don't don't yeah. forget that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they we... did a they did a great uh, joke on that on uh, in Arrested Development with Judy Greer's character where yeah. it was like glasses, you know, take the glasses off, hair yeah. down. No, now hair down, glasses <laughs> on. You know, they tried every variation and it didn't make any difference. I, I think it's discriminatory uh, against us glasses wearing folk. If I'm perfectly yeah. honest with you. We of which own, there, of which there are many on this uh, on this call right now. Oh, they, they, which is which is excellent. I'm I'm all for that. Multinational podcast with no depth perception. I'm down for that. No, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm starting a new job on uh, Tuesday as an eye doctor. <laughs> I love those cups. I want to get some of those cups. They're ribbed. <laughs> yeah, ribbed blood wine cups. <laughs> this guy's just gonna chug it. <laughs> oh, Comically <laughs> inebriated. <laughs> Terrible bit of overacting. Yeah, it's cartoonish. Yeah, this is this is much better. Why did they just want smoke coming out of his ears? Yeah. Like, yeah. I've, I've never come across a drink that makes you go cross-eyed. No. Big, yeah. No death stare. So the daughter's come in. She's incredibly. Look at the guy angry. behind him. <laughs> that was a side eye. Okay, okay, go look at the guy behind. Look at the, with his silly little hat. Look at him looking at that. I love looking at the extras. Now he looks like the lead singer from Fallout Boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's got his eyes closed. That's a bit more Ed Sheeran. Yeah, it's a little Ed Sheeran-y. He's got a, he's got a, he's got a goofy hat on too. Yeah. Well, he wasn't tending sheep till I'm seventy. So she, anyway, she's walked into this scene incredibly grumpy. So obviously Riker doesn't perform the Riker maneuver too well. I mean, people usually have a bit of a spring in their step. That's you know, that's a good point. I yeah. put it down to the uniforms in season two, uh, lack of blood flow. You know? that's all I'm gonna yeah. say. Yeah. It took Riker about two and a half hours to take that uniform off. Yeah. Have you ever tried unzipping a uniform from the back? From Come the on. back. <laughs> Every night, mate. I pull my shoulder out taking mine off every time I finish a podcast. Come on. <laughs> oh, look, it's Saturn. Oh, this guy. Meanwhile, inside an iPod. <laughs> Wilson Granger. Mariposa, that's a butterfly in Spanish, if I recall correctly. Now, note, guys, the uh, Elkar screens behind Worf are covered mm -hmm. in matte tape. Yeah. To, Is to that for the lighting? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yes. Actually, um, I was reading an interview with Michael Lacuda not that long yeah. ago about Picard season three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they made a mistake where, of course, these days, the glass they put over the consoles are all anti-reflective glass, which yeah. means you could see the studio lights way too well in them, so they had to actually <laughs> dull them down. <laughs> yeah. Is Jenna going to say anything? No. 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 She, she did her sentence. She's fine. And they've just beamed in. Ah. Hang on. He, he, took, his white, he, he took his white cloak off. This is a, this is a different fe fella. No, is it? This, this is, this is yeah. the dude from the Zune, not the iPod. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Zune. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Deep cut for you guys. Though. I feel sorry for him. <laughs> I think I had a Zune. I knew a few I, Zooners. I knew a few Zooners. No. Right. So um, oh, there's a bit of um, there's a bit of bit of nude statue action. 
Does that count? CRT computers. Does for me. This actress earned her fee. She had a funny look on her face. Yeah. Don't you love she's like, you yeah. know what Riker was thinking about there when he's talking quadruplets. Threesome. Well, I'm sure they've already given, the, you know, the, yeah. They're hoping to get some genes here, right? Foursome, sorry, foursome. It wouldn't be a fivesome, though, because there were four There were four of the identical women and then Riker, so that would be a fivesome. And Riker would, of course, invite Worf, because oh, Riker's yeah. not rude. Hmm. The statue's got a bowling ball. That's the very basis of their civilization. What, bowling? Yes, bowling. Oh, gee, that's fine by me. He who rules a turkey is king of <laughs> all of the iPod. <laughs> well, the Irish have probably got a turkey they can roll. Three strikes in a row is a turkey. Well, turkey's not. Turkey, turkey, turkey's a new world animal, isn't it? Mm. Depends turkey when these awesome. Irish folk left. 22nd century. Ah, uh, okay. They had turkeys by then. Yeah. They okay, wish. So... Clones! Clues. You didn't notice you just you you saw them earlier, Riker. Why is this a surprise? <laughs> Sorry, I was too busy thinking about the five sum I'm having later. <laughs> with the clones! With the clones! With the clones. <laughs> to be fair, he's allowed to be thinking about the five sum. I think we'll allow that. Uh, yes. <laughs> I reckon they can really just... stretching that chair's uh, tolerance there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, they could just send yeah, Riker to the right. planet for three three weeks and he'd, he'd sort it out. I sit in board meetings. If I was leaning back that far in a board meeting at work, I don't think I'd be invited back. I know, right? <laughs> I get told to sit up at my desk, not, a, not even in a meeting. Oh, I found a, at my old work, I found a chair out in the tea room that was broken because it leant back too far. So I took that mm. to my office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so good. Yeah. So good. So how did we stumble across this race as well? They're also from the from the spaceship. So they they the colonists split uh, yeah. from the same ship. So one went to one planet and one went to the other. So one wanted the neon neo transcendentalists went to one planet and then these went to another. Right. And one had lots of people, so they had lots of shagging, and the other had not many people. They didn't yeah. like the, the concept of shagging. Yeah. They were too busy playing with their iPods. And their mm. Zunes. And their Zunes. Yeah. Do you know what? This guy, this guy, that 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 outfit he's wearing, he should never eat a hot dog. I, I, I expect he doesn't. No. It seems gonna, like a very boring boring culture that they've developed here. You, like, you're going to spill sauce on that shit. First go. No, I'll go with Patrick. If he had a hot dog, would have no sauce. Yeah. <laughs> What's plain hot dogs? No sauce, no bun. He would just slide it straight down. Oh, it would be a bun, but it would be it would be a brown bun. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Oh, no I chewing hate <laughs> For his potential hot dog eating, I hate this guy even more. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Now I want a hot dog. Actually, yeah. it's breakfast time, and I want one too. Yeah. Hot dog is a breakfast food. Yeah, anyway. I mean, would you would you dress a hot dog differently for breakfast? Would you do a breakfast dressing? Yeah. And Is what it... would an Australian breakfast dressing amount to? A Tasmanian Mate. just covered in covered in jam? No, no, shut up, Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a there's a cafe in town 
near where I used to work in um, in Hobart that does a breakfast hot dog. Mm. What do they, yeah, so, do they put eggs on it or? Yep, egg and bacon. Egg and bacon egg plus the hot dog. I can see that being pretty tasty. And barbecue sauce. I am really interested in this. Yeah. Come over. Yeah, you want us to have the sex? Gee whiz, let's ask the crew. I think it's a very 1980s idea to have this culture that sort of finds like sex distasteful. Yeah. Morn hub. <laughs> I mean, like cells. you've only got to give them a few weeks, they'll get used to it. Yeah, you'd think they'd <laughs> kind of come around to it pretty quick. Come on, we've all, we've all been to high school. What is it? Oh, that's what you're driving at. Okay. He means we all went to high school, not we've all been to high school. Just want to clarify. We all came to high school? Hey. <laughs> I mean that we haven't been there lately, mate. It's got, yeah, anyway. I'm speaking. Hey, I'm, 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 talking, I'm talking rubbish because I went to an all boys high school. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm getting sledged by my son out the back. Piss off you. I, I like your son. Yeah. Yeah, he's bloody sledging <laughs> me from the kitchen. I'll tell me come closer so we can hear it too. Yeah, you... How can you tell this is late 80s, black and grey? And tall doors. Oh, hang on. Is this Geordie for the first time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we haven't seen him yet this episode, I think. Mm. It's a paycheck episode for Lavar. Do you like yeah. bowling, Lieutenant? Yes. Late <laughs> nights with shins on. No. That, that bloke looked like Eddie Murphy. I remember, I remember watching this when I was really young, and this this part fucked me up. <laughs> oh, this this and this bit in Voyager as well in Caretaker. That yeah. really. Oh yeah, no Caretaker. Yeah, you're right, Caretaker. But see, I was a little older when Caretaker came around. Like when this came, because this and part of it is the uh, the disconnect between this episode being so silly up to this point, and then yeah. oh, it just breaks, breaks to like, oh, we're gonna do some terrible stuff. To this. Stick a great big needle in your gut. Yeah. You want me to have sex with this man? What does he do? Come and he say hi. The come and say hi. Everybody, come in, come in, come in. Get in the picture, get in the frame, bend over, get in the frame. Hello. Ahoy, ahoy. Hi. 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 Is this is this the only time that Johnny can detect someone lying? I think it's the most acute time. Because normally mm. they rely on Councillor Troy to say the person's lying when they're oh, obviously I feel, lying. I feel deception, Captain. Yes. <laughs> that guy who's obviously lying, I can tell you for sure he's lying. <laughs> but Jordy didn't win a lot of poker games, did he? No. Maybe but he, he turned have. it off, you know, he, you know, yeah. like, you know. All right. So, oh, of course, they don't, they don't want him. But it's interesting that she said he's not missing any cells because I think that's, it's, it's both cool and unnerving to think that your physician would know if you lost a single cell. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I know it was last summer. <laughs> that would be an awkward physical. Yeah. Manspread. Yeah. Mm. He means business. I think the transporter does that automatically. <laughs> when it reassembles yeah. him, it pulls his legs further apart. 
Yeah, and this is another part that fucked with me. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Oh god. They're assembling the ultimate bowling team. <laughs> it's a fascinating story when it comes down to it. It's just marred by the uh, ridiculousness of the characterizations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like... Think about this, guys. That the entire episode works if without the Irish thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird. Riker's just yeah. I'm gonna just murder my clone. Let me murder some more clones over here. I thought that. I thought that was a defroster. <laughs> what are you doing? That's my Thanksgiving turkey, you moron. <laughs> this this process went much quicker in the Fifth Element. So they have some outdated technology. Yeah, this is like well, ten years before that. Also, oh. I don't think Mila Jovovich is going to come out of these things. No. Lilo Dallas multi-pass. Multi-pass. Three, three Eddie Murphys. Yeah, three I was going to say, there's a lot of Eddie Murphys. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy wanted, he was going to be in Star Trek 4, wasn't it? I know. Then he, That's yeah, right, yeah. But, but he couldn't because of scheduling, because he's a big Star Trek fan. Absolutely. Yeah, what would you think about Star Trek 4? It's the best movie ever. Yeah. Ed, Eddie Murphy was going to play the whale. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It's Badly Hills Cop 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was going to play the girl whale. Gracie. Gracie? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Looking out the window. Mm. Yeah, it's probably about to say something. No. <laughs> fish. Fish. Today's fish is tried on the crib. Enjoy your meal. Enjoy. I will. Hey, guys, I'm Dominic Keating, and this is Unplanned Wreck. Oh, she is saying something. She's speaking Just up have the sex. <laughs> <laughs> Seems obvious. We call the Captain Goodwill technique. <laughs> oh, Isaac, do you know what I realised? Oh, is this related I've to your... Have the I've... sex. Yes. Speaking of, I realise the room I've been painting is the same colour as Picard's ready room. Oh, you've gone for subconscious uh, uh, influence. I've gone for yeah, galaxy class sex dungeon. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, is the room a sex dungeon? <laughs> it could be. Which is fine. Which is you do you. I'm. Okay. I'm I, will, I will show the Maripos and culture how it's done. God damn it. I am pro sex dungeon. I'm pro sex addict and mm. pro sex den. You know. Well, when I realised it was a similar colour to the ready room, I ordered the lithograph of the Enterprise D. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Um, so what I'm getting from this episode is I need to find a planet of clones. We are the joy of Trek. And we approve this silence. Why? Because I can help them out? Ooh. These are How could it's I integrate not, that? Not all clone societies have had this issue. Like, this is just because they've, they've run out of copy yeah. and paste. Oh. Yeah. Really guys they're very, they're, it's, in, they're, they're, it's the Habsburgs, basically. Yeah. Well, that could be embarrassing then. Hey, it's, it's sideburns, man. It's, they, it's don't the any, they don't have any silly chins. It's it's the equivalent of when you uh, constantly tape over the same VHS cassette and the quality yeah. just gets worse and worse and worse. Mm. The biggest lie we were ever told was automatic tracking. <laughs> oh, get get in the bed <laughs> with that! Actually, no, I get um, I get like um, impossibly rage mad when I see perfect freeze frame. 
on old shows where they're watching. Oh, a yes. yeah, yeah, yes. Like no, no such fucking thing. Because everyone's got thirty thousand dollars worth of uh, video yeah. editing equipment in their living room to do that. Yeah, yeah. Now, what what, yeah. The, what was fun is is when you would rent a movie at the uh, film store, like Fast Times at Ridgemont High or something. Oh. And at certain parts, it would get all. <laughs> you could tell where it had been paused and rewound thousands yeah. of times beforehand. There's one bit that doesn't work. My uh, VHS copy of First Contact was like that. After the Phoenix had launched, I would mm-hmm. I would cut it off because that was my favorite part. And then when I watched the movie in entirety, you could hear every time I'd stopped the video. So it was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is ruined. That was it. You went to the Phoenix launch and then you burned the rest of the movie. Yep. Jeez, you're harsh. <laughs> All right. So, so Whitey Shirt Man is banging on. Yeah. You see, when a man and a woman. <laughs> do you, do you know what a penis is? <laughs> no, we burnt them years nah. ago. <laughs> we have no use for such things. Yes. They are inefficient. To... How do you pee? Uh, anywhere we like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're like horses. Clean, sophisticated society. And they're just like horses. They piss and shit all over the place. Just come. Oh, don't tell me about it. They have little robots that come and slurp it up. Recycle. Our bowling is amazing. However, our hygiene. <laughs> okay. Uh, has your culture ever heard of Guinness? Prepare to be reverted 2,000 years. (laughs) This brief restorative pause was sponsored by the joy of Trek. It's one of the greatest things I hear. Um, One thing I love about Ireland where they say, Ireland was the most advanced culture and then they discovered Guinness and forgot where they fucking put it. (laughs) (laughs) And I forgot where they lived. Yeah. That's the first time I drank Guinness, I forgot how to Send in the clones. Yes. Oh, good. That's a good line. Like the whimsical music playing. Now imagine the report to Starfleet. What would Picard say? We saved these two civilizations. How? We made them have sex. Yeah. Mm. And Starfleet would be like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. They would be into it. Repopulization, you say? Yeah. I like this gal, gal with a goat. Oh, she got a little goatee. This guy's like, I'm into the goat. He is. Look at the look on this. <laughs> get, get yourself someone who looks at a goat like that guy looks at a goat. It's like, I'm rethinking this whole thing. This is not so bad after all. <laughs> he looks like he's, he's seen he's seen. He looks like he's seen is a ghost. That, no, goat. Is that Shun? <laughs> accordion man? Uh, yes, accordion fella. A cow well. with some ingrowing horns. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I hate having an ingrown horn. Yeah, see, look, that's <laughs> that's probably not good. Yeah. Look at Picard's eyes. Mm-hmm. She He's reminds like... him of her of, of his mother, pre you know, <laughs> pre the that bad business. Be... Yeah. That's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> mm-hmm. If. If that's your memory of your mother, oh, you've really got oh. some issues. <laughs> Season two of Picard. He's like, look how my uniform has no collar. Look, it's so smooth. You can see my neck. Mm. 
Look at my uniform. It's really screwing up my back. But look at it. <laughs> it's got it's got wings. Does your culture know scoliosis? <laughs> yes, I've had sex with him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Mulder's partner in the X Files. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> Sounds important. I would have heard a crime. So she's so she's a, a money grubber as well. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> as well as what, Patrick? I heard you produce iPods. It's the 24th <laughs> century, for God's sake. <laughs> sure you don't mind if I have some of that money. <laughs> yeah. I heard you got shares in iTunes. Oh man, that'd be worth a fortune then. Well, uh, gentlemen, well, are, we, are we all okay? We have just finished up the long letter. Are we doing all right? No. I'm loving it now. <laughs> yeah, doing Very well, sir. Well, da, it's important to something so amazing as that that we then analyse it through the unplanned trick segments. Captain Jean-Luc Picard medal. So we're going to begin with the Picard medal, where we award three of the best characters points in a ranking system that will... It is very important that we, we <laughs> get down at the end of the year the best characters for the year and for all time on yep. our list. This week, Andrew Hogan was having a look at the three best characters. Who impressed you this week, Mr. Hogan? Oh, look, this this was incredibly easy um, because there's <laughs> there's just there's just three standouts. Absolutely. Um, and look, I'll start with one vote. One vote, mm -hmm. 100% is going to Unnamed Pig. Mm -hmm. Now, I'd like to think that that's Zephram Cochran's pig from Babe. Yep. Right. <laughs> I, I, just, I just think that'll that, do, pig. That, that'll, that'll do, pig. That'll do. Sweet Jesus, that'll do. Get buck, pig. Get buck. You know, that's guy's, that guy was amazing. So, yeah, so unnamed pig, um, absolutely one vote. Uh, two votes, and this should have been obvious to everybody, Miles O'Brien. <laughs> because, well, yeah. because the rule is if I have the Picards and Miles is in the episode, he gets votes. Mm -hmm. That's a, just a, it's a constant of the universe. And then three votes, which is also a constant of the universe, is my Kate, Dr. Palast. <laughs> And I'm not going to give any reason for that because, because you can see no reasons because there are no reasons. <laughs> what reasons do you need to be told? Beautiful votes, mate. Yeah. Uh, the, only, the only one that wasn't predictable, and that was the pig. Oh, I, like, I, I had to throw that in just to actually show that I watched the episode actually, <laughs> not just read the credits. <laughs> Thanks for proving it, mate. That's right. Yeah, fantastic votes. Well done, mate. The Keiko O'Brien Medal. Good does have to be outweighed by the bad, and this week we asked Captain Goodwill to put on some negative pants, and then we also asked him to look out for the three most negative or problematic characters of the episode, maybe irrelevant, for the Keiko O'Brien Medal. Who did you? Um, who unimpressed you this week? And um, I'm nervous asking that because there's, there's three people on the line, so we all qualify for votes too. <laughs> <laughs> With one vote. It's a toss-up mm. between Ed Sheeran and the Duck. Um, 
<laughs> no, um, yeah, I would say uh, I, I forgot his name, Daddy Odell, mm. because he was just quintessential typecast. Let me have an alcoholic Irishman on screen, please. <laughs> Why does he have to be Irish? Yes, crossing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, two votes. Wolf. Um, strangely, you know. He needed to brush his teeth in this episode. Um, and he just, what did he do? He had some tea. Wow. Poison he passed tea. out. He passed out it's... from not eating enough. Okay, so he's all which is, it, which is it, That's irresponsible. That's irresponsible to not eat yeah. enough. So, as, so he's all officer. His whole arc in this episode, he forgot to have breakfast and then he tried <laughs> to seduce Dr. Pulaski with poison. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> so that's two. And uh top of the top of the totem pole, um Deanna Troy, who <laughs> got the easiest paycheck this episode. Um, because she turned up, said two sentences, and went home and mm -hmm. added nothing. When Jordy could come in and go, Yeah, those those dudes are lying. They've got four Eddie Murphys down there. Yeah. We know there's only three. Nothing's <laughs> going wrong. And Troy's just sit there going, hmm. Yeah, no. Top of the totem pole, worst three characters, Troy is number one. Excellent. Um Isaac, presuming that you're keeping uh keeping score. Mm -hmm. Uh Daddy Daddy Odell. Daddy Odell's first name was Danilo. Danilo. Yes, Dan I L O. Bookham Danilo. Dan Danilo Danilo Odell. Yeah. It doesn't flow it doesn't flow entirely. Danilo Odell. Eh, it's Dan, all right. Danilo Odell. Danilo Danilo Odell. But interestingly, according to Wikipedia Danny Odell. According to Wikipedia, Odell is not O apostrophe D E double L. Which I think misses a stereotype. In on the subtitles on Netflix. Now, do, Dan, now, do you mean Daniello? Daniello? Oh. Who's talking about Daniello? <laughs> it, like, it was like, it was, it was, it was Dan Danielio, as in I O at the end. So, oh, Dan okay. Let's so it, it could just be well, UK well, Netflix. Yeah, peculiar. Well, this is a podcast with a guy called Dan, right? And I do. You have just gained so many nicknames that you can just chuck it down. <laughs> yes, that's right. I'll bring this back. Daddy Aiello. I'm sure he'll be delighted. <laughs> Dan the man Aiello. Yeah. Yeah, well, while we've got Patrick's attention, he's been on the lookout for the Morn Hub this week. Awarding points to any romance or, or basically anything that Riker would do in an episode. So, <laughs> with all that, there's there's a lot of contenders this week. I'm sure. Yeah. What, what did you find this week? Uh, I th yeah, I agree. I think there's a lot, uh, surprisingly, a lot of contenders. Um, but I'll focus on the top three that I I noticed first. Of course, I think it is the most obvious: Riker and uh, Brenna. Um, <laughs> you know, it was so somewhat in your face with her. Uh, mm -hmm. very small knit <laughs> woolen knit top. Um, 
but uh, so yeah, that one jumps out at everybody, I'm sure. Then you know, and Captain Goodwill was hinting at it. The uh, uh, Wharf and Pulaski. It's like, were mm. they trying to do something here with this tea? Because I know you could say, all right, they were just being. He was just being friendly. I don't know about that. He seemed to be like, yeah, she told me what to do. And I said, okay. She said I didn't eat enough. She yelled at me. Um, mm. So maybe they maybe they were trying something. They were always trying something with Worf. I mean, they tried something with Worf and Deanna later on. You know, it's like they're always. Yeah. <laughs> so that was another one that came out. But for me, I think the, the main one was uh, the prime minister and the kid. The little goat, the baby goat. The prime minister <laughs> and the baby goat. Um, that's the one I think probably is the top of the top of my list in terms of uh, budding we, romance. We, I don't think we've given an animal a vote since we've done Star Trek Four because George and Gracie qualified. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, that's fantastic. Um, and as as it, from someone with a country with a prime minister, I'm looking forward to writing down prime minister and the goat on. on <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to creating some stories about our Prime Minister and the Oh, great. Now, that's not a slash fiction I expected to ever read. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, you know, in uh, 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 there was the pig incidents as well, as I recall, right? So, they're, you know, in England. Well, there's the first episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dogs wag tails and cats don't like to be seen. This one's for Grudge, cause she is our queen. Well, we'll move to the Grudge Medal, which I've got this week, and I thought I was going to have it easy, but I nearly got RSI at the start of the episode with all the animals that beamed up. So, not only have we got the card's fish, which some people call Livingston, but it actually hasn't confirmed in an episode that that's his name. Mm. I think it might be novels or just just rumour, but we just call it the card speech. But we had we had a goat, a sheep, a pig, a chicken, a duck, and a cow. And a chicken cow. The chicken yes. cow. <laughs> All right, Wesley Willis reference that very few people will get. Nah, but it's cool. You do you. <laughs> but Isaac gets it. I was just thinking cow and chicken. <laughs> the chicken cow. Look up. Everyone should look up the chicken cow song by Wesley Willis, and then look up every other song by Wesley Willis. You will not be disappointed. I don't know yeah. if I'm going to look that up. I'm not sure. <laughs> and then when you don't watch Cow and Chicken from Nickelodeon, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a slightly different, uh, different uh, vibe with the cow and chicken. Now, with these animals, I was on the lookout to see if any of them were. Uh, in the Mourn Hub as well, because but I didn't really see anyone getting it on in the in the sense that we're looking for. So these these were all strong independent animals. That that prime minister though, yeah, <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> they probably I married also... What? Good God, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. I was also on the lookout this week for the Wolf Medal. So the Wolf Medal we name after any fighting we saw in the episode. And there was a little bit. Yeah, we, we saw the clones fighting the Irish. That was more philosophically than, than anything else. Oh. But they were they were fighting around a board table about the future of their of their planets and how they would do things together, as it were. We had Riker, he was fighting the principles of the of the clones. He he wasn't he, he, you know, we saw the way he when he came off the transporter, he wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. 
and we actually had an actual fight with the clones fighting Riker, Geordie, and Bryce. Yeah. Hmm. Not very funny. Sorry. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was sort of the internal laughter, you know, where you're like, ah. I was watching that. the cricket, sorry. Yeah, what's the score, mate? <laughs> um, Australia none for 13 after two overs. It's a decent start, Patrick. Yeah, I, I, I suppose so. Yes. <laughs> no, because you know. <laughs> because I'm so familiar with the uh, obscure scoring system. I guess it's not that obscure. <laughs> It's obscure this uh, in, in my locality. Um, mm. Although a lot of people play cricket around here, actually, we have high school cricket teams now. It's getting more. It's getting more popular. Go you. The two Vix medal. The last medal we we're on the lookout for was the two Vix medal. And Patrick, did you see anyone die this week? Uh, two clones. We saw two yes. clones get murdered, and I think that they uh, they deserve. I'm well. They could at least be under consideration for the two fix medal. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. They. Um, they were. Well, yeah. A lot of oh, people's yeah. dignity died. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hogan's dignity. No, I, I never had any. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we'll just give it to the clones. But no, that's great. Yeah. Now, this episode, I think we, we talked about might have even been the first draft of, of Up the Long Ladder. They obviously needed a couple of rewrites, which didn't happen. But Hogan, as a acclaimed writer, by at least me, could have made this episode better by including a source of separation. Should have they used a source of separation? Hogan, have you given it any thought this week? Look, this, this week I've been story? giving it thought since last night, um, mm. and it's a bit of a tough one, but I think there is an issue, like having, you know, living on a rural property and and, and, and having had animals and things, you, you don't really, it's, I can say you don't invite the animals into your living space. That can be problematic because they poo everywhere and mm. sometimes they smell bad. So I think the first thing that should have happened at the start of the episode was that they convert the entire saucer section into an Irish farm and put all the animals and the Irish dudes on that and just separate it off so they can live there and be happy for a while and everybody else goes down to the battle bridge and goes to the other planet of the clones and does all that sort of stuff. I think that would have been... And it's a very. It seems to me a very sensible idea. That is that is incredible because most of the saucer section of the Enterprise D is vacant. You yeah, could have a lot of animals. That yeah. could be an entire zoo. Yeah, on I, the I, Enterprise D. I, I I agree. I think it's a great idea. I do have one question. Um, what differentiates an Irish farm, as you put it, from other forms of farm? Can you can you imagine what? Because you said it has to be an Irish farm that they that they create. Oh, oh well, they, I, on an Irish farm, more more people are drunk, <laughs> and they wear heavily knitted sweaters. Yeah, very heavily, not very heavily knit, heavily knitted, but too short. Yeah, mm. heavily you know? knitted That's... boob tubes. <laughs> ah, now oh, that oh. was still. Yeah, yeah. Just bought the just bought the website, guys. Heavily knitted. <laughs> I'm there. Tip, 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 yeah. tip, tip, tip. Unplanned boob tubes. <laughs> oh no, they were always planned, mate. Yeah, that's right. Heavy knitting, mate. Heavy knitting. Uh, yeah. 
Well, we've done a, a, a good job of, of keeping people entertained for this podcast, but I know that there's another special guest that wants to come on and give his two, maybe five cents worth. Oh, excellent. About, about, this, about this episode, maybe about our performance. His um, shin's on there, Andy. Late night with shins on. Oh, um, look, it's early in the morning. I'll, I'll see if I can wake him up. Hey, yeah. mate. Yeah, what the fuck are you want, dickhead? God, can't. <laughs> typical. Okay. Right. Fucking hello. Fucking hello. Shins on here. Oh, geez, it's four of you nutsacks. God, what are you doing? Watch your Star Trek. Ah, guess what? I was on Star Trek. Yeah. Were you on Star Trek, dickhead? No. Were you on Star Trek? No. What about you with the, with the bloody glasses on? Oh, you've all got fucking glasses on. Ah. <laughs> anyway, I'm watching the cricket. Fuck off, bye. Late Nights with Shins On was written by Andrew Hogan and developed by Isaac Brown. I'm George Takei. All characters played by Andrew Hogan. I'm Connor Trenier. Executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier for the Treks and Trekkers network of podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shinzon. This is Bruce Horak. Tune in next time for more Late Nights with Shinzon. I'm Bonnie Gordon. Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Blame Daniels, blame Daniels. <laughs> Shinzon. <laughs> That's he, early morning Shinzon, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, he doesn't he doesn't like mornings. Yeah, he's grumpy. No, he's got yeah. his grumpy he's got his grumpy pants on, which is better than most mornings where he has no pants on. You should you should get him a get him a breakfast hot dog. AS, ASAP. Yeah. With shins on. He fucking wouldn't get me a breakfast hot dog because he's a fucking lazy bastard. Late Nights with Shins on was written by Andrew Hogan and developed by Isaac Brown. I'm George Takei. All characters played by Andrew Hogan. I'm Connor Trenier. Executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier for the Treks and Trekkers network of podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shins on. This is Bruce Horak. Tune in next time for more. Late nights with Shins. I'm Bonnie Gordon. Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Blame Daniels, blame Daniels. <laughs> In America, the breakfast hot dog would, would have the bacon, but it would then be deep fried, and oh. then they'd give you like a little tub of maple syrup to dunk it in. Oh, I just, I just oh. thought in, in some countries, a breakfast hot dog is completely a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but there still can be syrup involved. There, are, Scotland, there will be eventually. In yeah. Scotland, they just deep fry a pig and just yeah, the entire pig. Yeah, yeah. and not necessarily for meal times, just as a no, as no, for fun. Just, oh, yeah. festival! You just festival. walk by, you just you just grab a chunk it, off as as needed. It's it's a Tuesday, you know. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm I'm getting excited by this. Did I put breakfast pop dog down as a grudge medal? <laughs> I just wonder how long, how long until that pig that I gave votes to actually just simply became a breakfast hot dog. Yeah, yeah. you got to wonder. 
Was it the next day or or was it a few years later? Good question. Well, it's, you've got to fatten it up. Yeah, well, oh. you sh- you ought to. You ought to. You never know how it works in Hollywood where they're like, ah, this pig's not you, he's no good to us anymore. We need, we want, need bacon props. I yeah. want a Lower Decks episode where they make second contact with this newly yes. emerged civilization of hybrid yes. human goat people just thriving <laughs> on this planet that's right it's got to be it's got to be the human goat some sort of like greek mythological looking thing uh that would the be great title, that's a fantastic idea the episode title would be the kids are all right <laughs> yeah down the short ladder <laughs> a long way down Was there a sex scandal? Yeah. No. Well, this was terrific fun. I really appreciate everyone jumping on today. Um, Patrick and Captain Goodwill, would you guys like to give a bit of a shout out and plug to your respective podcasts? Meaning your own. You don't have to shout out each other's podcasts. <laughs> but um, Patrick, what's happening? And it's got Star Trek land at the moment. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, it's got Star Trek. We're a podcast. We're silly. Um, you can find us at all the podcast stuff. We just recorded our conversation yesterday for Imaginary Friend, the fifth season uh, episode of TNG. Um, another episode where, although Troy was in it more, she was uh, also somewhat ineffective. And I'm a fan of Troy. I like Troy. But it's one of those episodes where you get sort of annoyed at her <laughs> as she's approaching the situation. So that comes out on Monday um that episode uh and we invite people to come come look at it we might have to come and talk about this episode though too i was reminded how this is a fun episode to chat about so thanks again for inviting me oh guys guys here he comes Late night with Shinzon. Hey, hey, I'm gonna fucking watch that episode because she's my <laughs> girlfriend, you know? <laughs> she's fantastic. I love her. She's my fucking girlfriend. Have you have you met me dad? <laughs> my dad's fucking great. He's got a bloody good haircut like me. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, fuck off. <laughs> Late nights with Shinzon was written by Andrew Hogan and developed by Isaac Brown. I'm George Takei. All characters played by Andrew Hogan. I'm Connor Trenier. Executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier for the Treks and Trekkers network of podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shinzon. This is Bruce Horak. Tune in next time for more Late Nights with Shinzon. I'm Bonnie Gordon. Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Blame Daniels, blame Daniels. Uh, I love how he has no carbon issues despite really should have had him. Oh, should have had him. Yeah, I, I meant what I said. He loves his dad. He loves his and dad. The problem is anytime you mention yeah. you mention any any crew of the Enterprise, he just goes a bit silly. Yeah, yeah. And Captain, you, you guys have just watched Star Trek 1, the motion picture. Mm. Yep. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, did our first movie review of mm. the year. We are reviewing a Star Trek movie every month until we have none left. Uh, so we started off with the motion picture. We watched the 4K Ultra HD Director's Edition mm. of Star Trek The Motion Picture, and it only improved it slightly. Um, it was a lot of fun, though. 
to to go through. Uh, huge uh, trip down memory lane. I haven't seen the movies for a couple of years because life's got in the way, and just being back on that gorgeous, yes. gorgeous yes. ship. Uh, if anything, if if anything. If it was just two hours of the pod going round this yeah. ship, yes. it would have been the greatest movie, hands down. Uh, so we reviewed the motion picture. Next week, uh, our Dark Wave... Sorry? I thought that I, I thought that thing went for two hours. It should have gone for two hours more. I, <laughs> I want to see every single aztec uh, deck play. Yes. Um, next week, the Darbo Wheel... Uh, uh, randomly selected the original series episode uh, by any other name. Mm. I wanted an Enterprise episode, but no, apparently the Dabble Whale just loves the original series because this is our mm. third one in a month. And I'm like, dude, we need to start <laughs> rigging this thing. <laughs> I just need something different now. But uh, that is this Friday, this upcoming uh Friday at I don't even know what the date is. Every Friday, seven thirty PM GMT. Come to the Nerdy Up North YouTube channel. We are live. We drink martinis mm. and we just share share our love of Star Trek with anyone who will listen. Mm. That's awesome. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, if if our listeners haven't come across either podcast before, highly recommend. Um, there's a lot of fun out there, and it's been fun playing with you guys today and watching a really dumb episode. It's <laughs> a lot of fun talking about it with you guys. So thanks for thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank it's great. you. It's been a pleasure. It's just not what you'd expect. That's unplanned track. Unplanned. And thank you for listening to Unplanned Trek. This show is written by Isaac Brown and improvised by Andrew Hogan. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. Unplanned Trek is part of the Trek and Trekkers network of podcasts. I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned Trek. And is executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier of the Shuttle Pod Show. If you like what you hear, make sure you get notifications from your favourite podcast provider to make sure you know when we next release a pod. This is Bruce Horak and you are listening to Unplanned Trek. You can find links to other episodes and merch at unplannedtrek.com. This is also where you can find our Patreon page where, amongst other things, you can hear our exclusive podcast on Star Trek V, which we're reviewing one minute at a time. socials on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or write to us at hello at unplannedtrek.com We're thankful to all our listeners including you. Special thanks to Mark Cartier and the entire Shuttlepod show team, David Joseph Moody from Let's Talk About Treks Haunted John, Lee Nickel and Thomas Norris Unplanned Trek! Live long and prosper. Unplanned Trek!
rustling papers, rustling papers. Um, plan trick. Hello everyone, I'm Bonnie Gordon from Star Trek Prodigy, and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. Planned and 